Hi everyone, welcome back to the channel. Today's guest is Dr. Robert Morse, a naturopathic doctor, master herbalist and author. For the past five decades, Dr. Morse has been redefining health, breaking mainstream paradigms and reversing chronic diseases naturally. During our conversation, we spoke about the true diet humans should be eating, how to naturally reverse chronic diseases, common mainstream health myths, building muscle and even how Dr. Morse managed to regrow a toe and much, much more. Morse, delighted to have you on the channel. I've been a big fan of your. <laughs> I've been a big fan of your work for many months now, and uh, yeah, I love what you're doing for the planet, the consciousness. So, <laughs> on that note, we often talk about being healthy, and it's like such a buzzword, health. But what does health actually mean to you? Like, what's your definition of health or being healthy? Of course, this is a leveled question. The ultimate is extreme vitality. You can get your body into a state of wellness so much that, let's say you can cut yourself with a knife, it won't bleed and it'll heal the next day. Your endurance has a limit to it. It's not about calories. When you start removing the obstructions in your body to the flow of various forms of energy, you're, you go way on up there as a physical presence and ability to move your body, function body, think, everything mm -hmm. from running to whatever sport you're into to lifting your consciousness up. You're, you're breaking these chains that are binding the humans down. Mm. And there's spiritual chains in there, you know, your physical uh, health chains. And most people have no clue what a human is supposed to eat. Mm, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. On that note, like what most people are saying, they're probably very confused because there's so much conflicting information on what to eat. Now, for me, I feel quite certain on, on what is fit food for man to eat. But what would, what would you say to people who are unsure? What, what is man's true food source? And yeah, what's man's okay. design? What are we designed to eat? So we've got April release of a V book that I've went into 20 million years of anthropology. <laughs> I went into the, all the studies. Yeah, all the studies we can find. Uh, even the latest Yale study about fructose, uh, the body converting glucose to fructose in the brain and why we're successful at regenerating neurological conditions. So fruit and berries are totally the natural food of man, and, and, and he's a frugivore. Mm -hmm. Man has not adapted to become omnivorous. He's eating omnivorous, but there was a great study done by a group of anthropologists, and they brought this into modern times, and they looked at the human gut uh, and all the, you know, the body parts and found that, no, man has not adapted to uh, an omnivorous diet. As a matter of fact, it's been his uh, downfall uh, in his health. He's eating like a bear or a billy goat, or, and he should be eating like a primate. Mm -hmm. And we, even on this planet, don't even feed our primates properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Yeah. I, I'm glad you talked about that study because I, I heard it in one of your videos recently and I've heard a few people say about it now. And yeah. what, what does that actually mean then? For, so a lot of people might be confused. So, Well, man started out as an islander. 
you know, more of a, a tropical species. Same with the primate. Primates are no higher up than a subtropical species. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to look at how we're pushing the gorillas up into the mountains, but that's not their habitat. They're not a green leaf eater. But when you force the issue, you're going to eat wherever you are. When you look at primates around the world, wherever they're stuck or wherever they live, but you go back, man started out with the earth changes, you know, the, the, the plates moving and shifting and all that through 20 million years, man has moved into a more northern climates, more living probably in caves and eating dead animals. Mm. But then his health has went down considerably from that. And now the human cell has never been so degraded. The genetic weaknesses in these young kids are astronomical and it can be rebuilt. But you've got to know the secrets of consciousness, the energetic factors of foods and just what genetics is. Mm. And so it leads you into not only a physical understanding of the proper foods, but it leads you into a more spiritual, in-depth look at how a cell is formed from consciousness. Mm. Yeah, you touched on a lot, a lot there, and it's really good. Also, like, for the people, well, for me personally, something that really resonates with me on that note about how we're, we're kind of surviving and not thriving is, like, the Eskimos, like... Mm-hmm. Do you know the life expectancy of an Eskimo? It's, it's really low, isn't it? It's, I, it was 46 <laughs> when they first were discovered. Wow. Uh, I, there's plenty of islanders that come see me anywhere from 100 to 120. So when you take a real look, do your own China study, but you really do the right study, uh, you'll find that those that are raised on fruit on these islands, these are, these are the older people. They get up into the 120s, 30s, 40s. Uh, they don't have much health problems. I had a lady, she was 96 in here from Jamaica and she, she said, or some Island and she was raised on fruit. She said, I wasn't sick until I moved to your States <laughs> and started eating your food. And I'm going, yeah, but it shows a difference. You go up and when you start examining proteins and the fact that they suck calcium out of you, take a look at an Eskimo at age 50 is drawn up. You can see that calcium has been literally sucked out of their bodies. You can't, a, a, a protein diet is by far the uh, uh, worst diet you could go on. It is the most inflammatory. Uh, for those that don't understand what cancer is, we'll say it's the most cancer causing side of chemistry. Mm. Definitely. So, yeah, because a lot of people, they, they do believe in this let's call it like protein myth. I don't know. It's, 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 it sells, yeah. doesn't it? The protein industry, like it's a big industry. Where do you see this book, Dylan? I mean, we're in, I've asked an A&P professor, a friend of mine, 24 years of A&P professor. And she's also a biochemistry teacher like me. And it's like, we're digging and we're showing you right into the depth of physiology of how the body works, but we're adding the lymphatic system as we've discovered it and it that's the one missing link that this planet's mm. missing so instead of understanding your sewer system in your body they use the word diseases yeah and when you understand acidosis and the, and the lymphatic system and the kidney connection and all the whole nine yards of this system you begin to look at oh wow oh wow everything is uh, inflammatory everything falls right down the disease category mm. Because it, there's only two sides of chemistry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, no matter which way you turn it. 
And there's only two major fluids that flow around every cell, no matter which way you turn. Mm-hmm. For sure. So for the people who it may be the first time they're hearing this, what what is the yeah, what are like the causes of diseases and what are these like two sides of chemistry just for like the layperson? So if you took out the theories because disease is a theory of the 1700s. The germ theory born out in the past year, basically, but even before him, uh, Burkhoff and all these kind of guys, they're still working on antiquated 17, 1800 science, which didn't have their act together whatsoever. They considered the germ an external source of attack or a pathogen to the human body, when in fact, we live symbiotic with all the parasites in nature. If you create a highly agglomative, uh, putrefactive condition with proteins, don't get mad when you have E. coli and some of the bigger boys coming in and kind of cleaning up the mess in your gut. Mm. You know, it's just you're inviting the world in. And man doesn't realize that. So there's only two sides of chemistry. One's electrical and one's non-electrical. One is called base, which is your base chemistry on this planet, which is alkaline, of course. And then you have the acid side. The acid side is, generally speaking, the byproduct, the, uh, the side of chemistry that is the, uh, uh, oh, just looking, I guess, byproducts, you could say, from metabolism, from uh, uh, cribs, from all these things. And when you look at uh, cell activity, just walking around is lactic acid. So when you look at all metabolitic acids, all the acids produced by your cells, these are around 3 pH. And so your body has to deal with 3 pH. The medical doctors think you dump your wastes, your acids back into your blood system. So that's like going to your kitchen and pooping in your kitchen. Mm. Nobody uses a bathroom in their kitchen. you got a separate bathroom, right? You've got some pipes in the kitchen, right? But that's just how it is in the human body. You have a whole sewer system in your body. It's your main immune system, but it's how your body gets rid of its waste. You have about 80 to 100 trillion cells that comprise the human body, and each of them produce waste. You can't dump acids back in the blood without stressing, major stressing the pH of the Mm. blood. And you can already see a protein diet, a high protein diet. You start to bruise easy. You start to see your veins stick out, uh, aneurysms, hemorrhoids. You can go right on down the line of everything that looks like calcium withdrawal. Mm. For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. And for for anyone who may, may have like that may have gone over their head. Dr. Morse was talking about the lymphatic system. It's so important for. Yeah. But how do we get how do we get the lymph fluid moving? How do we get that sewer system? Well, that's a good question because if you've got two fluids flowing around the cells in the same compartment, the interstitial compartments, one has to be water based and one has to be oil based, so they don't come together. Well, when you look at acids. They burn electrolytes like crazy. That's what, you know, you, when you look at an acid, it is a proton dominant uh, mineral or whatever it is, a food, whatever you want to look at. When you have a proton dominant uh, food, it sucks your electrolytes right out of you for balance. Mm. That's why your ingestion, your diet has to always be alkaline, electrical. Because your body needs those electricity. They need those electrons. Of course, then we need the sugars for ATP. Mm-hmm. So that is essential. 
that we have a carbon-based uh, ingestion. And most vertebrates are predominantly carbon-based ingestions. The only species that suffers from that is going to be the carnivores. Mm. But they have their ways of dealing with this, eating gut tissue, predigested veggies and stuff like that. Carnivores don't eat other carnivores, if you no. noticed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even carnivores don't don't fancy uh-uh. that. Yeah, so yeah. so if people want to be on the more alkaline side of chemistry, what sort of food should they be eating? What, yeah, what what foods would you recommend? All right, so humans, their top food is fruits, berries. We've added melons to that. Your second down, of course, is going to be your vegetable kingdom. I grew up with the natural hygienic community fifty years ago. I mean, I'm fifty years this year as a naturopath. So, wow. 55 years ago. <laughs> yeah, this is my 50th year. Whoo-wee. What a long road. But, but, so I went into fruititarianism because I've always felt, even though the natural hygienic is super focused on veggies, try fasting on carrot juice for, say, five days, and then turn around and fast on uh, grape juice for five days, and then turn around and fast on lemon juice for five days, and you tell mm. me. Yeah. You know, when you're looking at a body that becomes highly acidic and agglomulated, acids uh, harden you, stiffen you. Uh, you know, they make you sore, pain, put the calcium out of you. I mean, you just go on down a long line of that. Mm. How do you come back from that? How do you deal with that? You've got to get on the other side of chemistry or you're going to keep going down that road. You're going to go to medical doctors, take pharmaceuticals because it's diet's not your problem. You're in disease will. Well, that's a theory of theirs that has the, made them the top killer of humans on the planet. I don't know all your listeners, but now the, the AMA or the medical profession with the vaccine sit on the top killer of humans on this planet. Mm. And it's like you're going to the top killer of humans on the planet that has no curative value. They only treat symptoms with toxic pharmaceuticals and they can't explain to you why you're suffering. Mm. Uh, no, man needs to grow out of that. For a lot of people, they they may take like medication and they may feel like better short term. They may be like, oh, it's, it's, no, what you're saying sure. is rubbish. Like it does actually make me feel better. But what what does medication actually do? Like, what's the mechanism in the body? Well, it depends what it is. But the the whole word, just single word, would be suppression. Mm. Suppression of something, either a calcium channel or you're, you're using a steroidal type of thing, so people with skin problems, uh, inflammatory problems, they tend to like to go to the steroids. They're trying to use the, the uh, uh, non-steroidal type, uh, uh, which is your uh, non-steroidal uh, uh, inflammatory, uh, anti-inflammatories. Those are killers. You look up any anti-inflammatory, um, trying to think one off the top of my head, Embril, kill a lot of people. You can't suppress your body. Your body's already suppressed lymphatically. That's what people don't understand. Acid diets, which are diets with meats, beans, grains, uh, pasteurized dairy products, they clog you, they acidify you, they inflame the gut. Uh, they destroy the kidneys. You can just go on down this long line of what you see. So you have to become aware of that's not the diet. That might be a cheat, but that's not your prime diet. You're a, you're a primate as a homo sapien. 
you're 96% identical, and then the 4% is what you see different, mm -hmm. meaning we're more refined. So we should have a more refined uh, ingestion of foods. And that pulls us into the fruits and the berries. And at those levels, you can regenerate MS, Lou Gehrig's, uh, Parkinson's, spinal cord injuries of all types. Uh, I don't care what you got, you can get you can get it done. Mm -hmm. And what would you say are like the most powerful fruits or like the most astringent or because because obviously the, obviously you know, fruits have like well all food has a, a vibration doesn't it like um angstroms yeah. of energy so yeah right. what would you say are like the highest if just typically god you know what i think any tree born obviously the higher the more energetic mm. uh there's something about the dark grape mm. with the high flavonoids mm. Just the right amount of stringence. I'm a navel orange mm. uh, a consumer. Matter of fact, I went up to the Amish uh, place up here above us, and I came back with bushel baskets mm -hmm. of, of fresh navel oranges, and I've been drinking fresh navel orange juice all morning. It's nice. a nectar of the gods. The, when you have good, ripe fruit, they're not bitter. They're sweet. Bitter is acidic. Now, there is a growth stage within mm -hmm. fruit and a ripening stage. And if you eat fruit within the growth stage, you're eating it more in an acidic stage, no mm. question. But you need those sugars to ripen because what Yale just came out with is vital for humans to understand is that your brain uh, converts glucose, which is your common sugar for all your cells, to fructose. And then in physiology, you know the, the, the brain does not uptake insulin. So that already makes that fit just like a, a good uh, hand in a glove. And that explains to you, if you don't have any fruit in your diet, you have no raw foods in your diet. And that's why people are so dumbed mm. down. They're, they're, you can't uh, neurologically be at the peak performance when you have no fructose in your diet. Your body's still trying to convert glucose into fructose. Mm. And most people, they go on the opposite side. They get into the, the polysaccharides. They get into the starches. They get into that. And then they blame carbon for their problem when they're eating these high forms of carbon. Mm. I'll say this about acids. Your body has produces minor acids. Estrogen is a minor acid. Testosterone is a minor acid, aldosterone. But these minor acids were between the five and six pHs. And they're more stimulants. When you get down, down toward the threes, you have major cell destruction. So think about three pH. These are logarithms. So it's 10 yeah. times 10 times 10, yeah. right? So chemotherapy is 1.5 to 2 pH. Wow. So somebody said it's okay to put an acid at 1.5 to 2 pH in somebody's blood system. Nice. And yeah, we have a new chart coming out to show you that chemotherapy is 500,000 at its best and 1 million times hotter than your blood. Mm. Even though your blood is alkaline, if you go down on the logarithm scale, the pH scale, that much difference you you know that's serious mm. and it's a killer of humans like no other mm. yeah for sure like there's someone i know who um had a brain tumor like cut out and removed and then he he kind of dabbled with chemo then he stopped um yeah we, we kind of encouraged him to eat more fruits and i think i think he's beginning to kind of shrink and yeah Good. but well, re remember the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system, the medical doctors think it's just there to buffer blood proteins. That's as far as they could go with it. 
when you look, step back and look at the body overall, it is your sewer system to the cells. Your body doesn't use your kitchen to dump waste into. Mm. That doesn't even make sense because your pH will be flopping all over the place, ravage the body of cow. I mean, you just, the, if you understand chemistry, the nightmare that that would bring would be unreal. Mm. No, your body has a pathway to get rid of your waste from cells and your two kidneys are the pathway. Right kidney, right side of the body, left kidney, left side. Your left kidney goes down, you'll start forming tumors, lymphedema, and everything else on that left side. Same on the right. Skin is your largest eliminative organ or your third kidney. If you don't sweat, which medical doctors hate it when you sweat, it's like, really? <laughs> Our fevers? <laughs> I was just in the hospital the other day, and, you know, they freak out at 99-degree temperatures. And I'm like, you guys need to grow up and learn. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a young medical doctor. I said, you know, you guys. <laughs> You know, you hurt a lot of people by suppressing the body's natural response of trying to get rid of the waste that are hurting mm. it. We see that so often, don't we? Like people are scared of symptoms like, oh, don't cough near me, don't sneeze near me. But They're scared of them. It's like, <laughs> come on. But, but you actually say to like welcome them, don't you? Like it's a good sign. You have yeah. to. Yeah. If you've got a lot of mucus in your body, expect a cold and flu-like symptom. If you're a milk drinker or a cheese eater, you're going to have cold and flu-like symptoms, bronchitis, pneumonia, stuff like this. Once you clean that out, you'll never have them again unless you put the mucus back in you. And that's the problem. A lot of these acid ash foods like we were talking about causes mucus. They're mucosic responsive foods. And anytime you irritate the mucosa, take a, a good example. Just take a swig, a sip of Coke and hold it in your mouth. Mm. Not only will it burn, and that's 3 pH, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, all those are around the 3 pH mark. It'll burn a hole in your mouth if it wasn't for your mucosa, your lymphatic system, secreting mucus. And mucus is a lipid. And lipids are essential to neutralize acids or you'll burn your body's electrolytes right mm. on up. So it's actually like a protective mechanism, isn't it? Yeah. It is a protective mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I, cause I, I... Yeah, your body doesn't dump lipids into your bloodstream because you've got a water-based system that needs to move around the body in less than a mm -hmm. minute. Your lymphatic system moves more like a turtle. Mm -hmm. And so very important, your gallbladder, your spleen, all of these are lymphoid organs that deal with lipids and the use of lipids. And the predominant lipid in your body is LDL. Your HDL, your high-density lipids, are in your cell wall to protect the cell wall from acid damage. But your, your main lipids, uh, your LDL, your low-density lipids, are all through you. That's, that's your protection. Right. Yeah, just while you were talking about the kidneys, I know how important you say they are. I was just thinking about someone someone we know as well who, like a family friend, has, um, I think it's kidney, it's some form of kidney disease or something like that. I'm not sure if she still takes medication, but what, what would you recommend for the, for the kidneys? to? So what that lad has is a lymphatic system within the kidneys itself not moving well and it's burning up his kidney tissues uh again you have so if you looked at this properly you look at cells cells like uh say you have a subdivision of cells all those cells dump their waste interstitially around them and those wastes then are carried to the lymph nodes 
The lymph nodes is where you have macrophages to break down cells that have been damaged, but you have your bacterium that takes those three pH acids from the cells and brings them up to about six. Because anybody ever pee three pH? Yeah, you're sitting on your knees screaming and crying because you're burning all the way out. You're, you're peeing Coca-Cola all the way out. You know? Oh, you have a kidney infection. You've got extreme acidosis. And if you can't, you get, the only way to correct acidosis is to simply walk on the other side of chemistry. Mm-hmm. There's only two sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you have to learn that. Our main food for most of the vertebrates, like I said, whether you're frugivore, herbivore, or omnivore, is all fruits, berries, melons, vegetables, tubers, you know, those sort mm-hmm. of things. Even when you get into your bears and you really study them, their consumption of protein is very mm-hmm. low. A grizzly bear's diet is 65% sage grass, about 15 to 20% fruits, berries, uh, other uh, items, uh, grasses, and uh, things like that. They only have about 7% protein, and they eat the lipids and send the protein fish down to the babies. Because mm-hmm. they want to stack, you know, they, they, they hibernate. So if you're going to hibernate, you got to stack what on? Sugars, because without a sugar, you're a dead duck. Mm-hmm. And everybody's down on sugars. And it's like, here's that misinformation, sugar miss and protein miss. And we're heavily uh, focused on those two miss, a lot of miss. This is a V book that's very, very intensive mm-hmm. and uh, you'll yeah. love it. Yeah. I've got one up completely on the lymphatic system, uh, the whole comprehensive guide to the lymphatic system. We're taking you on a journey you've never been mm-hmm. on before. And it's an incredible. It's so vital because <laughs> it's so misunderstood. Like, it's, oh. Yeah, it's, it's never oh. talked about, is it? Everyone always talks about nope. blood, but never the lymph. Never. Well, if you don't know, see, if you go back into school again, physiology teaches that the body dumps its waste into the blood. It, it, it teaches you just what they're, they know. The problem is it's misinformation and it's inaccurate. And that's when I brought out the kidney connection to the lymphatic system back in the, what was it, 70s or 80s, uh, I actually started getting calls in the 90s from A&P professors from around the world. They said, did you know you just answered how the body gets rid of systemic waste? I go, <laughs> because when I lived out in the woods as a hermit, I'd pee in a jar and I'd see all this sediment in the bottom of it. I'm going, nah, good detox day, right? And not so much sediment the next day. I'm going, man, not so good today, mm-hmm. right? Well, when I became a naturopath and biochemist, I started pulling blood and urinalysis and stuff. And all these urinalysis kept coming back clear. And I'm going, clear? What would your urine be clear for? You know, that's your sewer point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I really opened my eyes to where they're, they're going wrong. You know, and then they treat you with antibiotics. Then you kill your bacteria in your lymph nodes. Now you're in deep doo-doo. You know, you just, you don't kill the messengers. Mm. You understand their journey. It's just that allopathic <laughs> approach, isn't it? Of just symptom, yep, just allopathic yeah, approach. shoot it down. <laughs> it just, yeah, they never treat the root cause. Yeah, even this whole theory of vaccines, such a toxic oh, killing yeah. theory. I mean, the MMR alone has killed millions of kids worldwide. They've never pulled mm. it. Yeah, and... It's just, it's such a shame, the censorship around the topic, like even you yourself, like yeah. it's such a shame that, you know, yeah, 
the what you've experienced. You guys, you young guys, are living in a world that is so dangerous. Mm-hmm. The world order is coming down heavily. Mm. They're trying to find some way to eliminate 8.5 billion people off mm, the planet. This was a big move toward that. And so you guys are fighting, like you said. Matter of fact, it's in this country, our government right now is so corrupt. They're just right in front of us corrupt. Uh, our, our Department of Justice and FBI are so corrupt. They're surveilling all the, all the citizens mm. now. They're doing all kinds of things to try to, I don't know what, what are you doing with that? They're heavily into the socialistic, uh, globalistic mm, thinking. One world order kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to control everything you have. We're going to own everything you mm. have. You just simply have to work and pay your pay mm. your dues. Yeah, so, yeah, it's hard because it's, when you're aware of the things going on, sometimes you can let it get you down. So how do you how do you stay upbeat? How, how do people, what would you say to people? Like, what, what can we take into our hands? What can we have control over? What, yeah, what? So what steps would you recommend, whether it's diet, life? First is awareness. Yeah, first is awareness. Mm-hmm. Open your, quit thinking. Learn that your thoughts are chaining you to mm-hmm. them. Learn that you don't have to always use your thoughts and thinking processes. You have an awareness beyond the mind that can see all of this. So my first thought is in spirituality, learn how to stop thinking. And that's not difficult. It takes a little time to work on it because man just is lost in thought. He's academically trained. And so he doesn't know what's outside of himself, right? You're only, you're only tied to your computer with all the programming. And you have to lift up and go, ah, and shake off the program and go, what's truth now? Right? And you can't see it through the mind. It's just like these A&P books and all these different books that are very inaccurate. You have to go beyond uh, what you've trusted to be true anymore and look at some real common sense things. You know, and that's what we're presenting to people is understanding how the body works. Understand your human body. You're wearing it for a while. Understand how it works. Understand what its fuel needs are, its eliminative needs are, and just what is the human body to you. You know, it's simply a food processor. You know, and when you learn all of that and you know the right foods to put in, everything starts changing in the body. Believe it or not, moving into a high fruit and berry and say even a, a salad today, your body will turn itself around. It'll clean itself out. And that's where man gets kind of messed up is your body is going to start hydrating itself. When you start hydrating yourself, the word is called detoxification. Your body does it to itself. So when you look at physics and things, when you start bringing in electrons, you're bringing in hydration. Well, then this agglomeration of acid starts breaking up. You've got a tumor, it starts breaking up. All these things, all the hardness and stiffness starts breaking up. You go, oh, wow, look at this. And you start seeing the dawn of a new, beautiful, energetic day where you have mobility. A lot of young people have all these horrible skin problems. Mm. And I also invite you to learn iridology, guys. Learn to look at your eyes. There's the window within your cells and your lymphatic system. Yeah, I'd love to dive into that because... It's really fascinating. So mm-hmm. you say it's like a map of the totally. whole body. The, the uh, So how does that actually work, like, for people to understand, like, the basic nope. concept of it? Okay, so you've got two nervous systems. You've got the central. That's kind of like the old man wa- uh, Oz, you know, the, the old Wizard of Oz, you know. He, he, the central nervous system is the overseer of the, of the body. 
However, you have to have worker bees, so you've got the autonomic, parasympathetic, sympathetic. So anytime you go high, that's your autonomic. Anytime you talk, all this is autonomic working. And so that system is actually, your brain is in your gut tissue in the uh, uh, diaphragm here, and your, uh, your, your source of neurotransmitters is your adrenal glands. And so when your adrenal glands are going down with your kidneys, your neurotransmitters go down, you get low blood pressure, and you start feeling tired. You can't lift your head up, you can't think, you know, all of this. And then the communication highway, the brain communicates through the nervous systems. So when you understand how creation is put together, you start to understand communication is not just physical. So the communication from your cells to the, to the central nervous system is done through the autonomic. And then it expresses itself through your eyes. A surgeon found this out in the mid-1800s. But you can see literally almost every cell in your body and a system you, you're, no one's familiar with, the lymphatic system. No other science has that. And you can see your genetic weaknesses. You can see your knees, your livers, your gallbladder, your heart. You can, you can see your circulation issues. You can see everything. A very good look within your body. And then I use botanicals to kind of direct some of the energy to fix some of these areas that are down. But ultimately, you have to get your kidneys what we call filtering. And filtering kidneys look like this. You've got sediment in the mm. jar. If your if urine is clear, you're in trouble. Mm. Yeah. So if, can we ever get it to a stage where the body's not like detoxifying? Is there ever a time where like clear urine is good or should we always wish to see? I don't think you'll ever see clear urine because you have a constant metabolistic issue going on in mm. the body. You're constantly, every cell in your uh, body is kinetic. So you're, you're always going to see cellular waste developed and needed to eliminate. The elimination, however, needs to be much quicker and you'll never see any uh, ill effects from uh -huh. that. But when you're a good example, if you ever go to the gym and work out for a little bit, you know, and you wake up the next day, oh, sif and sore. Yeah, it's acid, acidosis you did not get rid of. It's like over-exercising. Exercising fixes everything. No, it don't. It ruins your knees, your elbows, and everything else if you're not filtering. Mm -hmm. Because your lactic acid you're producing out of these joints, where it's going. If your system is stagnant that removes this, where's your acids going? And that's the point. They're not going. And that's when you see the swelling and the deterioration of the joints or whatever, wherever, down the back. It don't matter. Mm -hmm. But it's all fixable. See, that's yeah. the thing. In allopathy, nothing's fixable because if you don't understand the cause behind things and you're working on theories that are like, yeah, some disease flying in from Moose Jaw, Alaska or something. Yeah, yeah, you're never going to be able to answer people's problems and you're always going to be the top killer of humans. But as soon as you understand the causative factors, you'll flip that right around mm -hmm. and you'll become the number one healer of humans. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So you touched on like the botanicals and the herbs. Um, how, how do they actually function? Are they like, because I hear people say they're electrical. What's like the mechanism behind herbs? Like, how do they work? All right. So let's go out of the realm of the physical. For all life to exist here in the physical, you have to come down through the heavens and take on a mind. You have to take on your emotional components and you have to take on your physical embodiment. 
That's whether you're a human, an animal, a plant, a tree. I don't care what you are. You're not just here. You have to be formed first in the etheric mental worlds. That The mind is the first uh, worlds of creation. It's the first worlds of duality. Outside of the mind, you've lost duality. And now you're into pure awareness, pure consciousness. But when you're working with duality, you have both sides. You know, you can't get mad. You have the acid side and the base side. You have the male side, the female side. You call them whatever you want them. But they're the opposite sides of chemistry and opposite sides of energy and everything else. But they're needed to create atoms and to create forms and things like that. You can't create form when there's no duality. <laughs> so, so that all comes down and plants are set with their unique unique awareness a plant knows right where to go in the body the chemistry knows right to go to the liver or what and i've never seen a botanical that's just like example would be burdock root not just liver blood tumors i mean you can go right on down a long line that these botanicals are great for so that's a divine throwing out you some food to fix yourself with mm-hmm. <laughs> i always call them herbs and magic healers because without those i mean supplements all these things are jokes their treatment system thinking. Mm. Yeah. You want regenerative thinking. You want to regenerate the human body, not treat its symptoms. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I had I had a uh, I had someone ask if there's any herbs like specifically for like mental health. Now I know there's quite a big oh. link between the gut and the brain, like you said. So what? Totally. Yeah. Is that is there anything you'd recommend specifically? Yeah, I have a brain and nerve formula that even the gamblers are using because it, it, it brings your awareness way up. And so I've got skull cap and a whole bunch of them in there that I love that are brain. Uh, I got brain tonics. I've got brain regenerative herbs, uh, all types of herbs in that formula, mm-hmm. but it, it's just, it, it's been amazing formula for us, but it just shows you the power that botanicals have to turn cells back mm-hmm. on. You know, cells get into these slumbers like we do. You same habit every day, same acid and everything. Cells start to lose their functionality. Cells are structure function. So whenever you look at a cell in your body, it's structure function job. How do you feed them and how do you clean them? They're cells. They're, they're like a human. I do structure function, whatever it is. I produce steroids, hormone, whatever my job is, I do. But I got to eat. Mm-hmm. And oh, oh, God, I got to go to the bathroom too. All life has consumption and elimination essential to its health. Mm. <laughs> My car does. My truck. I, I drive trucks and uh, I've got to have gas. I have to have a carbon source. But then I also have an exhaust that eliminates the byproducts, which are always acids. Mm. Of course, that's a big bitch. Your carbon print. It's not the carbon. It's the acid that you burn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you get from burning carbon. Definitely. So a lot of people, they also say about like B12. I hear it all the time, like B12. And, and, and that's with the presumption that these blood tests are accurate or even measuring the right thing. Like, you're, yeah, you're right on, Bill. And I mean, you're right on with this. Uh, and th- these are blood stats. And, and I can tell you 50 years of nature path, when you talk vitamins and minerals, even 
20, 30 years ago, we were gone. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Now medical doctors are saying, C's, E's, D's, you know, and all that. And we're going, no, no, you're unbalanced body chemistry. So we've come out of this huge learning, at least some of us, out of this curve about treatment and isolating chemistry. Whenever you take a food and you isolate its chemistry, you potentize it, and you think it's going to be better for you, you're crazy. Mm. When you break the bonds of living foods and you think you can make a better, higher nutritional substance. Mm -mm. And the other thing we're doing in these V books is showing you the mother milk, mother's Mm -hmm. milk comparisons and why man is so far wrong. A lot of these baby formulas have 20 grams. Some of these are 30 grams of protein to one gram of sugar. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's insanity. And that's why these babies are getting NEC, which is necrosis of the bowels Mm -hmm. from it. And it's like, no, mother's milk is low on proteins, high carbon, mid lipids, and low protein. Yeah. Is this why we're seeing like so many kids just aging prematurely and kind of growing? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. all these oh, hormones hell. and excess protein. Yeah. And that, and then you got this stiff like Sleon Dion, uh, Sleon, whatever her name is, where she's got that stiff syndrome. She's hardening yeah. and hardening and hardening and pretty soon, you know, it'll eventually kill them. Uh, that's all extreme acidosis and that can be fixed, but you can't fix it with allopathic thinking. If you don't understand proper chemistry and you don't understand what's going on in the body and her lymph system, look at her greatly malabsorbed, greatly acidic. And, uh, you know, that people don't come back if they don't listen. Mm, Yeah. I also heard in like another video, it's a slightly random note. It's just something you touched on earlier. Um, didn't you regrow someone's toe or part of a toe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how, yeah. yeah. How, how did that happen? Well, it was just a tissue. It was just a piece of tissue hanging. Well, this, this uh, man's wife called me uh, from somewhere telling me that her husband's in the hospital. Uh, they want to amputate his toe. They put him on vancomycin, which is your top antibiotic, and he's going into kidney failure and he's dying. And she said, can you help him? I said, get him the hell out of there. And so she pulled him out and I put him only on fruit and a botanical program, right? Open up his kidneys, get him filtering, get his lymph system pulled up. And I rebuilt that whole toe, bone, connective tissue, nail, all of that, just on that diet. All those, all those on our website that are under tissue regeneration, mm-hmm. all were done with just fruit and botanicals. We're talking about nerve. Look, look at this young lad that uh, the father, you know, definitely fractured his body up real bad, even his brain. And uh, the mother was scared of the herbs, so the mother was breastfeeding him. So I put the mother on a fruitarian diet and the herbs, and we regenerated the kid through wow. that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah. And also you touched on a minute ago, uh, mother's milk. What, what, um, like constituent, what percentage of protein is actually in mother's milk? Cause for me. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. In, in human mother, keep in mind, you're, you're going to know these because of the way your mind is thinking. We're looking at stats probably from mothers that are eating highly cooked mm-hmm. foods that are highly acidic, mm-hmm. right? So their carbon intake is low. So the average mother's milk has 7.5% carbon, which is your sugars. That's your energy. You don't have a sugar. You don't have ATP. You're dead. You know, forget these myths on sugars. You have to have simple sugars. 
right? And half of that, about 3.4 maybe or less is lipids. That's your lymphatic system. That's your sewer system. Well, right there, there's your blood. There's your lymphatic. And then here's structure function stuff. And here's your uh, protein amino acid groups. And that's down at 0.9. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Huge difference. So when you turn that around on your babies, you can imagine what you're just read what the site of acids will do to your body. And uh, that's what you're doing to your kids. Mm. So you got to be a raw food mother if you want to raise your babies right. You want to check your pH of your mother's milk. Your mother's milk in no way should be acidic or your babies are going to get full of mucus, colica, all kinds of things like this. You don't want all that. And then you start that down that road of ER visits, cold and flus, antibiotics, aspirins, and all that nightmare crap that suppresses your baby, suppresses your baby until more serious problems come about. Mm. So uh, fruit is... Uh, I mean, you have no doubt that fruit rebuilds tissue, and that's why the book. A lot of courts are frowning down on raw food babies and stuff. It's like, you tell me where a cooking your food makes it superior to its raw counterpart, and I'll give you a big hug and kiss, and I'll give you $10,000. Yeah. Right there. Uh, You can't. You can't say that processing cooking or anywhere else in all this pandemic all the all the baby food shortages these pediatricians were telling about don't 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 fix your own baby food they were insulting mothers right and left Mm -hmm. you mothers know exactly how to take care of babies you give puree your your fruit or whatever uh i have babies six months old on fruit matter of fact we've had babies come out with tumors we've had to get them on fruit and herbs right off uh you're talking neil you're talking small uh but it's either that or you know, we had a nine-month-old had a big tumor behind his eye. We got that out just before they were going to pop his eye out. Wow. But, well, yeah, that's all they know to do. They don't know that system. If you don't know the lymphatic system, then you don't know why you have a tumor. Why do I got a tumor? Where's it coming mm-hmm. from? It just pop up out of nowhere? Nothing pops out of nowhere. Yeah, apart, apart from, yeah, when we suppress, well, it's not out of nowhere, but when we keep suppressing, like, symptoms, then... Yeah, yeah, that's one of the worst things, isn't that's it? Because it kind of stagnates in the body. It is. And then is that why people that's is that body. why people like experience cancer or things like that? Is it because they've suppressed these symptoms over the years and then it's just a build up? Of- well, sure. You just don't start out with a, a cell that you call a cancer cell. Let's define what a cancer yeah. cell is. Uh, a cancer cell is simply a damaged cell beyond return. The precancer cells called atypical. A lot of women have pap smears and find atypical cells. They're easy to turn around to a certain point. At a certain point, that cell is gone. All right. So here, here's the difference between naturopathic thinking and allopathic thinking when it comes to cancer. Oh, let me do a biopsy in this tumor or wherever, and let me see if one of your cells are cancer. If you have cancer, now we got to go something mm-hmm. else. Huh. All right. So you have a cell stuck in the liver somewhere. How did that cell go from a halfway healthy cell and become what you call a mutated cancer cell? How did that happen? If you can't explain that and you can't explain your theory away. Right. So when you take a look at your lymphatic system and a glomulation, your interstitial spaces are around every cell there is. And if that becomes agglomulated, your cells can't get rid of their own waste anymore. And they will auto-intoxicate. They will break their own organelles down. The DNA will mutate. Mm. You know, all of this. And that happens all over the place. 
Well, you have a body with an immune system. If you open that door, your body will go in with either lymphocytes or whatever, pull those cells out, take them to the lymph nodes where the macrophages are. Right now, because those systems are broken down, the body uses monocytes, converts them to uh, uh, macrophages, and that's in tissue. So now you have the rage going on because the body has nowhere to, to mm. move it. And so you have a rage here, you have a rage there. You just don't have one spot where you're in trouble emphatically. You have the whole side of your body in trouble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you look at that, and you know, I'm going to go attack, I'm going to go attack this cell. A cell in your body cannot pop itself out of the liver, that's a cancer cell, travel upstream like a salmon to the lung, say, go into the lung tissue somewhere, scoot around in an already closed unit, scoot around in the other cells and say, hey, guys, I'm a cancer cell. I'm going to make you one, too. <laughs> I, that is the most illogical, stupid analysis I've ever friggin' heard mm. that their theory in, encapsulates. And it's like, how oh, the same sewer system, though, however, runs all through your body. You know, the lymphatic system uh, uh, in the finger, we show that a lot. But this is just the lymphatic system in your finger. Wow. <laughs> Very intricate. So it, it's quite extensive. Mm -hmm. And wherever there's blood, you remember the University of Virginia found the lymph system in the brain here in 14. I think it was the Spaniards running or one of them that found found uh, those are rats and then this one of uh it was spanish or or one of them found it in the actual human brain they didn't know your a and p books say there's no lymphatic system in your brain and now they found it back in 14 and 15 and you don't see any books changing matter of fact my uh my friend uh she still teaches medical doctors a and p they won't let her teach what she knows mm. it's yeah so, so much Horrible. of the truth suppressed isn't it yeah. And, and it's like science totally. Science is so slow at catching up to what we've known for thousands of years. It's like, oh, new discovery finds X. It's like, yeah, this is what the yogis or the monks or whoever <laughs> have been talking about for generations. Well, here's, here's a case in point with that. Uh, a university in Canada way back found that a lot of type ones are neurological type ones. Mm -hmm. What? What do you mean? You mean the autonomic nervous system that controls the function of the beta cells and the islets. When that's down, that's going to suppress the production of insulin? Of course, it doesn't have to be beta cell problems. It can be the nervous system feeding the beta cells. Case in point, a lady came to me. She had three surgeries. After She was 50 years after the third surgery. She came down with type 1, and she quit menstruating. Wow. And she said, they don't know what's going on. I said, that's easy. That's probable. That's your nerve. That, that's suppression of your autonomic. And once we turned that around, everything went away on her again. She, she got healthy again. So, you know, it's just a, a lack of understanding. That research is old. You don't see it anywhere talked about. We're the only ones that grab that. But I'm always looking for research. And you guys are sending me great research. And I'm looking. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing amazing work. And yeah, it, it, when we all collaborate and share information and the truth, that that's that's when stuff gets done. Yep. It's not a it's not yep. a competitive world. Like, well, it is in some regards, but it's also collaborative. My it's, world, it's, it's, yeah, yeah I, it, we I, can all win. It's it's not. 
I'm trying to bring you all in. If you hadn't noticed, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to bring you all in, no matter what age, color, creed, I don't yeah. care who you are as a human. Come into the world of health and vitality and also might want to learn how you can leave your body a little bit and uh, have a little more fun beyond the uh, physical. Yeah, world. I'd love to touch on out-of-body experiences Ooh, just in a sec, but I'd, oh, I'd, there's just one more thing. Just I had a thought about like medication because a lot of the people... They ask me, they're like, oh, can I go on this fruit diet or whatever? If I've had like a big history or long history of like medication and, you know, they've done quite a lot of damage to their body. Is 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 that going to be quite a painful like detox sure. for them? Oh, that's where you got to be careful. Yeah. That's what happened to me. I was at that point wasn't as conscious. So I was using out-of-body travel to find truth, right? Until the uh, divine said in my ear, who's the traveler? I was just going, oh, look at this land. Look at this place. Look at this high world. Look at this. Look at that. What truth can I learn? You can walk into the light and the light fills you full of awareness. I mean, it is all levels of stuff out there. But until you realize that you're the one on this journey and the buck always stops with your awareness. You have a mind, emotions, and a physical embodiment, and these are all bodies that you're simultaneously using. And uh, you can see people that use their mind more than their emotions, the intellectuals. You can see those that use their uh, uh, emotional, astral bodies more than they use their mind. And everybody's judged on that. It's like, no, everybody's just at a different level of awareness, going down their journey, trying to, whatever their journey is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we all have a unique... But on, on your meditation thing... On the medica- yeah, the medication. Right. You go on a fruit diet and you're a meditator, expect out-of-body experiences. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 you're bringing in the highest energy possible on this planet. You said it earlier. Energetically, fruits have the highest magnetic energy of all food on the planet, literally. Well, wouldn't that take you to the nervous system and the brain right off? Of course it would, right? And when you plug into that... And you start removing all these obstructions and your body just settles down into a deep peace like you never had it. Whoa, boom, off you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff. Yeah. And, and what about medication? I know my accent is sometimes quite hard to understand. But oh, yeah, both. Well, I, I like talking about meditation as well. I'd love to talk about that as well. But what about medication? If If people have like... I don't know, they've been using antibiotics or different things for, for years. Maybe they're 50, 60 years old. And they say, like, I want to, you know, get the body clean. I want to heal. I want to go on this fruit diet. But, like, is it going to be quite hard for me to transition? Like, no. No, you only have a few chemical medications that you have to titrate off of. And those are going to be your steroidal type, maybe even your anti-inflammatory non-steroidal type. But that's because they're, they're, they're hitting your adrenals so hard that when you stop them, your adrenals, they don't know what they're doing. And then you go into this uh, deep, uh, it's like a deep detox, you know, where your body just explodes. Uh, you're suppressed it so much to say prednisone or something like that. And you do yourself no favors. I've always said what you suppress today is your nightmare from hell tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
You, you can't do that, you know. But blood pressure medication, as soon as your blood pressure comes in, drop it. You know, all these things. People, they got people on cholesterol, statins. All that. That's crap stuff. Matter of fact, more people are paying prices with side effects on these than they are from their diets, probably. Yeah, it's true. And then if, like, if people experience maybe detox a bit too hard, could they, like, maybe include more vegetables or something just to kind of slow it a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Is that what you typically recommend? Yeah. That's what we recommend. Yeah, if you're going, if you want to slow it down a bit, I, have, you know, that's up to you. Uh, you're going to then move into uh, your vegetables and then into some kind of vegetable cooked soup or something, yeah. you know, where you're sipping the broth, and that brings your body's energy way down. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> brings your body's energy down, so it can't clean itself anymore. <laughs> I know it's a catch twenty-two, you know, but we're so full of acids and mucus and stuff. It's going to take humans a while to regain their health and stuff like that. So some of you guys have knocked it out of the park. Uh, it's amazing, uh, you guys out there, what, what some mm. of you have done. It's just, I'm just proud of it. It's all get out. Our students from our school are the best. And those are the, those are the healers of mm. the world. If you don't understand the lymphatic system, you're not going to be a good healer, period. Definitely. And so, you know, you're always going to treat or their deficiencies or, you know, you're not, you're not going to understand really what happens when you clean that human body out of all its waste and its, its plaqued up stuff like mucoid plaque and amyloid plaque and stuff like this. Once this starts com coming out through the lymphatic system, the new dawn is here, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the mucoid plaque thing, a lot of people, well, there's so much controversy around it. Some people say it's fake. Some people say it's real. Have you, have you like seen it firsthand? Because I'm sure, I'm sure you've oh, had plenty of experience. Oh. Yeah. You know, there's those naysayers, you know, and those uh, uh, TikTok influencers and stuff. They don't know they're, you know, what from a hornograph. <laughs> Dr. Jensen's work alone is volumes of this plaque. And in the natural hygienic community, this was well known in the 60s, 70s, 80s, uh, working this out. All you got to do is go on a raw food diet and watch your stools. Mm -hmm. You're going to see stuff come out that you go, well, wait a minute, that looks pretty dark. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Some might even have mold on uh -huh. it. And what, what is this stuff for anyone who doesn't know? Like, what, what is it typically? What does this consist of? Okay, so take a look at starch and glutens or glue. Well, most people have proteins with starches at yeah, meals, yeah. right? Your meat and potatoes, your sandwiches, those two do not mix whatsoever at the same meal. You've got a glue and now you've got your acidic proteins and you're just going to start packing along the wall. Mm. It just that, that you see that already. You know, you can you can taste it in starch. It's a placky, uh, 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 starchy yeah. feeling taste to it. And so it locks these proteins along the bowel wall. Most of the problems, though, in the GI tract are not on the wall. They're in the wall. That's where your tumors pop out. That's where your inflammation, whether it's Crohn's, mm -hmm. uh, IBS, I don't care what you want to call it. it. It's interstitial. And that's your lymphatic system. And you really want to see that. Your eyes really show it. And those that are used to working with iridology, that's where most people are the most obstructed lymphatically is in the gut tissues. Mm. And it creates major malabsorption, uh, of course, an inflammation of the gut wall. That's why the WHO, you know, has set out after I don't know how many uh, 
uh, studies they've done. The World Health Organization has said, yeah, proteins causes colon cancer. Mm. But you got to understand what they're saying. Mm. When did they when did they say that or imply that? When? Oh, they've been saying that for a long mm. time. Matter of fact, this last study, I can't remember what it was. What was it, a 30... One year, you have to look it up. I don't know. But they have now uh, said that proteins are your number one uh, uh, causers of cancer of the gut. Mm. Well, <laughs> we don't see anybody talking about it. And you go to a medical doctor, hey, your diet's not your problem. Eat all you want. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. For maybe some of my audience, they're, they're quite interested in like building muscle or being fit on this, on this diet and lifestyle. Quite a lot of people say, obviously, you need a lot of protein to build muscle. Like, you know, you've, yeah. I'm sure you hear all the myths, like all the reasons why yeah, not. To. But how how yeah. does one build muscle in this lifestyle? Like, yeah. Well, you know, uh, sometimes you are. I don't know if you've interviewed uh, Ben from uh, Australia. Uh, I, I, he was there. I mean, his uh, he won Mr. Everything just about. He was there and then woke up mm. to it. And he's been in here. We've interviewed yeah. him, and uh, he's an amazing man. And now he's into health and things like that. Mr. Olympia, I've worked with them. Antoine is a trainer of Mr. Olympia's, and they all know that proteins destroy the kidneys. And they're having RAs from that, all kinds of arthritis from that, because you destroy the kidneys, you destroy your lymph mm -hmm. system. So now they're going to plant-based amino acids as opposed to actual proteins, heavy protein structures, huge difference. And so uh, I'll say this, if you're, if you're in the muscles and you don't want to lose too many of them, do the Ian thing. You, you, you come, you kind of straddle that fence, but if you've got serious health issues, fix them and go back. You can build whatever muscle you want, but here's the misnomer of this. This isn't about calories. This isn't about any of this. That's all illusionary concept. When you're obstructed, you need more calories. So when you remove the obstructions to blood, nerve, and lymph energy in your body, those are your three main forms of energy, blood, nerve, and lymph. You remove the obstructions of that system. You start feeling energy coming into your muscles, and it's like, holy mm. crap. I can't even tell you the athletes now that are breaking records and your flexibility. If you want to bulk them up, fine, but be careful how you bulk them up. But when you start removing these obstructions, your energy, your endurance, you can eat, you can go better on a fast than you can eating. Eating takes your energy away from you when you're at these higher levels. Yeah, I've, I've definitely found that like working out fasted in the morning time. I, I seem to like be able to do way more reps, things like that. Just, yeah. But is, is there like a limit to that? Is there a time where maybe you can fast for too long? Or what, what do you think about that? Well, I, yeah, I mean, you got to look at your body. And I'm not, I'm into the raw first before you get into the water fasting mm. or whatever fasting you want to do. Uh, I'm about opening up the channels, hydrating, things like that. And a lot of times you throw people right on a fast, uh, a lady from New York, uh, my first patient years ago, went to an ashram from New York, an ashram in the Bahamas, where they taught fruitarianism, fasting, and cleaning, and all of that, mm -hmm. right? And she came to my office later, and she says, look, all my fingernails fell off. Mm -hmm. I said, your fingernails fell off? So she's telling me this story. I said, did you just go from New York City right into an ashram, right into the fruit diet? She said, yeah. 
I said, that's why when you jump in too deep, your body will dump all its weaknesses. Right. And I'm telling you, if your fingernails are weak, see you later. But they came back like, wow. I mean, so, you know, I mean, your body is going to take care of itself. Trust it. There's not a doctor out here smarter than the divine. Mm -hmm. It's just so hard because most of the the mainstream world and society that they, we just look at isolated nutrients and things like that. Like, oh, what about your sodium Uh, levels? And, And it's like, there's still thousands of micronutrients we haven't even discovered yet. Oh, it's, thank yeah. you. Plus, they fixate on minerals when actually most of the plants convert to salts. Mm-hmm. You know, the plant has to take the elements, create the form, and whatever form you want to eat it in, and then your body breaks it back down. But it doesn't go all the way back down to the elementals because in this process of forming, you have salts formed and all kinds of, uh, of uh, astringents and all kinds of things that are formed in that fruit or berry that's essential to running the human machine. Because mm-hmm. you got two factors. you got to feed it and you got to keep in mind you got to clean it. Mm-hmm. And fruits and berries, are raw foods are self-cleaning. They clean your teeth. Uh, fruits especially clean your teeth nice for you. They clean your gut. You feel clean. You don't feel backed up, obstructed. Uh, you just feel clean all the way through. And that starts to make, turn you into a higher being. For sure. I, I do hear a lot of people, not a lot. That's a lie. I have to be careful with the wording. Maybe <laughs> I, I hear some anecdotal stories of like people with teeth issues on like fruitarian or raw food diets. Why, why might they experience that? Or yeah, what? I agree. Yeah, I agree. Your mouth needs to be what alkaline or acid. If your mouth is acid, you're going to lose your teeth. Your gums are going to recede. You're going to get abscesses. Where's these abscesses coming from? Oh, it's the back. No, it's your lymphatic system in your mouth. So the average person has a very acidic saliva and mouth. They eat all nothing but acid foods. Uh, same thing. If you go on a lemon juice, lemon's very acidic. And if you don't buffer these with, say, bicarbonate, uh, you could pull your lose your teeth big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that's what acids do. That's why the grape juice is more alkalizing. Some things are more alkalizing than other fruit. And in the initial stage, it'd be nice to get those gums and everything alkalized. That's why we recommend using bicarbonate. You know, swish your mouth out. Get pH papers. Get pH active. And check your, your mouth saliva. It's your body. So that pH is everything to what you see. pH controls literally Everything down to methylation, everything down to cell mitosis, everything down to everything. Uh, uh, the way cell functions internally with the DNA and RNA factors. Everything is pH driven and simple sugar driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You got ribose. You've got uh, uh, you've got all your simple sugars for your RNA and DNA factors. The body uses sugars for energy. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about processed sugars. Anybody that gets confused, you know, clean this head out. Yeah, definitely. In your book, uh, I've got it behind me somewhere. It's it's, <laughs> it's amazing. I've, I've had to reread it several times. But I like the fact that you also touch on other lifestyle factors that are alkaline. And also because like we have stress that's acidic, but then we have other more positive things like maybe colors and things like that that are alkaline. 
So what what other things? So we've got the diet nailed now. People on the fruits, berries, melons, maybe some vegetables. Yeah, if you want a salad yeah. a day. What what other lifestyle factors or things can they do to make their body more alkaline? Uh, first of all, uh, talk to the hand. The face isn't <laughs> listening. In other words, you've got to detach yourself from what you've created. Uh, I mean, man's created everything that happens to you. You've created. And you just might not realize that, but everything is karmatically driven. So uh, you just have to start pulling back and understanding. Start creating good karma. You know, start relaxing. Don't care anymore. The more you care, the more you've got a chain around your neck. And the more the chain is around your neck, the more acidic you become. The more the adrenals sit down on themselves. And, you know, there you go. So there's a point where you... You care because it's part of your experience, but then you can't care because the divine is going to have its way. So you just ride that that uh, journey of yours and learn how to not create some uh, bad stuff. You know, give love to others, hug others, learn what a hug is. You know, those sort of things. Chew your food properly. I say super chew. Don't swallow and swallow. You know, that's that. You know, you die. You first digest your carbons in your mouth. And that's where you're supposed to enjoy the flavors. What do you think flavors are there for? Just the, for their looks? No, it's part of your physical enjoyment, your physical experience. But we like, oh, what's mama cooking now? Oh, spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. You got to break those chains of faulty thinking and get into the natural foods of life. If you cheat on the side, who cares? But if you're doing predominantly well, uh, you're not going to feel much from it. It's those people that are in serious trouble that I have to deal with and not the average person out there moving through these things. We got the incurables. I mean, people with tumors hanging out on their faces like this, breasts hanging. I mean, it, we've got people that are extremely hard to save. Sure. Yeah. It's, um, but it's amazing the work you're doing and, you, yeah. you know, but it's tough sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's tough. yeah, it's tough on all the counselors because oh. you, you 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 love people, but then you know watching them deteriorate in front of you, you can't help them. They're so agglomerated. Anything you do, they're just so locked. You just you know they're on their way out, and you just gotta. It's so hard. It's better, yeah, because it's undoing the programming as well, and the years of like that. That's the hardest thing. Like especially with those close to you, they don't want to hear it from you because they know you. It's like oh, it's little old you, but. Yes. But if you're passing, learn all you can about health and all this before you pass because you're going to take it with you. You're not, you're only losing your physical form. You're not losing your mind. You're not losing your emotions. You're still stuck with them. So you still have to deal with them too. So uh, no matter what other body, whether you take on another physical body or you work with the astral body for a little while before you take on another one, whatever your journey is there, uh, make now the time that you prepare for that. Mm. Life is nothing but a succession of nows. Mm. Do you feel like life is? It's like a. Do you feel like we keep coming back here to? You, many you know, do. You feel like many we have do to for a long, long time. Oh yeah, you many do. A lot of souls are traveling with their family units. They're making karma within themselves. Now you'll see these family units. A lot of them are busting apart. Kids are breaking away from their parents. Uh, all kinds of things. It's a time to get yourself free and become the individual that you are. 
You know, you're not a socialistic being. You're an individual being. Everything in creation is its own individual. There's no two blades of grass the same. There's no two snowflakes the same. And when you think of how many snowflakes are falling right now around the world, it's like, what? Mm. I mean, you, that's the amazing part of the divine. You, uh, everything is on its is an individual on its path. Why would it make everything the same for? Yeah, it'd be boring. It doesn't, and that's why that socialistic thinking is all part of that negative control power freak stuff. Mm. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Just I'm getting <laughs> conscious of the time, and I usually like to end with yeah, with too. rapid fire questions. Um, yeah, okay. let's do it. I've just got them here. So the idea is just answer as quickly as possible, but Feel free to elaborate if yeah if, if there's more you want to add. Cool. I'm a windy old man. <laughs> Firstly, uh, describe yourself in one word. God. Mm -hmm. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit, just because maybe some. No. I'm 100% totally a God yeah. man. There's nothing matters to me. I've been I've been to the some of the highest levels of of, of consciousness, and I. I'm just here to help. Mm -hmm. Like the only word. Beautiful. <laughs> what is one book that everyone should read before they die? What's one what? book that everyone should read? Anything by J. Krishnamurti mm. or anything that deals with Ekankar and the understanding of how the worlds are put together. But J. Krishnamurti teaches you how to stop thinking. If you can break your chain of thoughts, you will have set yourself so free you can't imagine. And that is your ticket mm. to the higher realms of awareness. Sure. I think I could benefit from reading that. I'm a, I'm a yeah, sometimes hard to switch off the brain, you know. I know. <laughs> what is your greatest strength and your biggest weakness? Now, this could be like... Uh, one thing that's also like a double-edged sword or it could be two separate things so greatest strength I don't know. my greatest strength is i think my humility and compassion uh i like to cheat on cook food sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i like a piece of candy once in a while <laughs> i think the stress of worrying about it is is worse you know yeah, i do too definitely um do you believe in having a purpose if so, what is your purpose in life? I'm now sent, I now know why I'm here. I was sent here. I know exactly. I was sent here with two beings that some people have seen. Uh, we're, uh, there's a lot of us that came, a lot of things going on in the inner worlds here. That man hasn't a, a clue to that. Uh, and you see what I'm doing here. My whole life is this. I'm 74 and I'm, I'm 100% you guys. Mm. When you see these new books coming out, you're going to freak out. Definitely. Love that. And finally, imagine you're speaking to someone who feels like their life is at its lowest point. What piece of advice would you give them? Get into yourself. You're the driver of your own car. If you're not driving your car, who is? Mm. And if you want to be happy, take back yourself. If not, you're going to be like a leaf blowing in the wind. This an emotional uh, problem, this judgment of others, this uh, ego uh, over here, all your bodies uh, are going to be uncontrolled. 
And for the most part, the average person is uncontrolled. They're always gossiping about others. They're always talking bad about others instead of going up and giving hugs and saying, hey, we all look different. And that's the beauty of it. I love how you look. You know, they're going, oh, man, you, you know, you, you. there's so much racist stuff in this country right now. And it's like, what? I thought we were beyond that. We're going to go back. You know, so this is the kind of crap. You know, protect yourselves and set yourselves free. You are the beauty of your journey. If you don't like yourself and you can't get on that, I don't know what to tell you because if you kill yourself, you're coming immediately back. Mm. It's a one-way ticket back. So you're going to end up in another little bitty baby form and go through this whole crap all over again until you get it right. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Mm. So is there anything else you feel like you need to add before you... Just that I love you guys. Uh, learn iridology. Get up on drmorris.tv. Enjoy the videos. We got all kinds of videos. Look at the tissue regeneration. I love it. Check out our school. We have a school that's not expensive. And boy, do we teach you how. What's up? Mm -hmm. I'll leave all the links down below. And I'm excited about. Is it a book or is it an ebook? Did you say that's coming out? I've got two V books, video oh. books, very in depth video books. We're going to convert them to. Uh, physical books, but the videos, you're going to see us talking right at you. You're going to see the, I've got charts out the yin yang being made right now. Uh, things are easy to read. Uh, it's just all going to be there for you. There's no, you can't, if you question any of this, good luck. Amazing. Well, I appreciate your time. It's been a great conversation you, and I hope the same you know, here. Love, love you, man. Too. Take care. Peace and love. Take care.